0: We're coming to you from the spiritual and soon-to-be financial capital of the world, Jerusalem, Israel. Before We've got a great show. This is really a good show, <laughs> as opposed to the other ones, which, you know, between us aren't so hot. But this is a good one. I'm promising you. This is a good one. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com that's www.a a r o n k a t s m a n or for all of you who have been eagerly waiting I'm like all over social media I said to some before I'm like Kylie Jenner, or Kim Kardashian. I'm got I'm like all over social media. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, you can find me on Twitter. Um, you can find me on YouTube. I'm a YouTuber. I've got a YouTube channel. Go to Aaron Katzman on YouTube. You're going to hear, you'll get my podcast. You'll do some Facebook Live videos. Again, you can check out my Facebook page, which is Aaron Katzman, Lighthouse Capital. It's all over, which is all over. It's all Aaron Katzman all the time. I'm going to be in your dreams, ladies and gentlemen. So, what do I want to speak about? I want to tell you a story which happened to me a couple of years ago. Um, and I was just thinking about it as I was actually going through some travel receipts, which are still on my desk, working out some stuff for the, for the ta for the accountant. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is great. It's such a good story. So it was a couple of years ago and I wanted to save 130 shekels. Okay. Cause I landed in the airport. It's about four o'clock in the morning. I said, Oh, you know what? I'm not gonna take a cab. I'm gonna do it cheap. How, what could it be at 4am? Right? How long could it take? Well, I decided to take what's called the Nesher Car Service. Now, for you, those of you who are abroad who've never had this experience, uh, you'll hear shortly what kind of an This is pretty much par for the course. Those of you who live in Israel or who've traveled to Israel and used this service probably already shaking your head and going, oh, my God, why did you decide to save that kind of money? Anyway, as most of you have chosen this mode of airport transportation know, you get what you pay for. Right? I, I tell people that all the time. When it comes to, like, well, they should pay fees or they shouldn't pay fees on their investments. But you know what? When you take a ride home from the airport, it's pretty much the same thing. After being assured that most of the other passengers live near me in the center of Jerusalem, I happily, because it was 4 o'clock in the morning, what did I know, entered the van. And, of course, the only seats left were in the back. Now, you have this big van, right? In the back, they cram in. It's like sardines, okay? There's, like, a bench in the back that fits three, but they always put in four. And guess who? had to sit back there use yours truly i had to sit back there as soon as we started the drive to to home to the capital of jerusalem the driver started complaining that he has such a crazy route that's going to take him all over the city and we all started to complain because we were like well but you all told us independently that we're all in the same general geographical area of jerusalem and it should be really really fast or chick-chock as they like to say in the local vernacular So we were all upset. He started screaming, as they always, they scream about everything. These drivers of the the Nesher car service, they will scream if they, you know, you ask them if it's sunny outside, they're just going to scream at you. So he totally started screaming at us, and he denied that he ever said such a thing. After verbally accosting most passengers for anything under the sun, well, actually under the moon at four o'clock in the morning, I was now in the line of fire. It was my turn for him to start screaming at me. Now, what did I do? <laughs> I just tried to be like a good Samaritan. A tourist who came to stay in Israel, in Jerusalem, with his daughter, gave the name of the street that she lived on and that he wanted to go to. And the driver said, I never heard of it. I never heard of it. He yells. I, he yells. He doesn't say I never heard of it. He goes, I never heard of it. Anyway, he said, you know what? I'm not going to go there. It's I don't, I don't even know where it is. I'm going to drop you off like around when you come in the entrance of the city, the entrance of Jerusalem by the... the Central bus station, I'm going to drop you off over there in that general area, and you can just walk. Now, it's 4 o'clock in the morning, so there ain't no buses. There's nothing. It's 4 a.m. He just, yeah. And I'm like, but you can't. I started screaming at him back. And I said, like, you can't do that. <laughs> How can you do that? You're He paid you to take him out to, to where he's going to, to the address. You can't just drop him off in the middle of nowhere, and he's a tourist, for crying out loud. Boy, did that backfire on me, because he started screaming at me, the driver, and then... He prohibited all the passengers in the van to speak with me. They couldn't have any communication with me. I was put in excommunication. The the Nesher service, car service, van service excommunicated me. Can't get better than that. i put that on my resume. Huh? What happened then? I decided to put on Waze, the address that the guy gave. And I told the driver anyway where... It is, and how to get there. I actually directed the driver, who could have done the same thing, how to get to this place. So he actually begrudgingly went and dropped the guy off, and it turns out that it was about a 25-minute 20, walk at 4 a.m., 4.30 by this point, with the guy's suitcases and carry-ons and what have you. Can you believe it? Unbelievable. Okay. He finally, he obviously, my punishment, not just excommunication, was I was the last one dropped off. And he was screaming at me the whole time. It was very pleasant. That's what you get when you try and save a little bit of money. Now, why is this important? Because it struck me as a life lesson, right? For me, why should I be so upset? You know, I knew that when you travel with a these kinds of things happen. They're not exactly when you, like, go to Wikipedia for customer service. They don't flash a picture of the Nesher van service, <laughs> right? So I, I decided I wanted to save money, and as I said, that was the cost for me saving money. Now, certainly the driver could have rectified everything from the, from the get-go, right? He could have just said a few nice things, not scream, apologize. Everything would, be, would have been great. But he chose to keep yelling and piling it on, right? How many times in life do we continue doing something that we know is going to fail because we're unable to admit failure and move on? It could be relationships, driving, right? A thousand other examples. Most of us have a really, really hard time stopping our destructive behavior and starting anew. In fact, it's those who can successfully change their character who are able to grow as individuals. You're listening to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're speaking to you about your life, your money, and your investments. And this is a good show, right? I just spent the first five minutes telling a story about how I was sort of cheap and I got what I paid for. If you got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's dot ncom My YouTube channel, Twitter, the whole, the whole kit and caboodles, they say. Now, ever watch a child, and boy, I do that all the time because my children sit around, they lie on the couch with their phones or their tablets or something, right, playing video games all the time, and the fact of the matter is, they're not going to listen to this so I can admit, my children never listen to anything I say, and certainly not to a podcast, right? When I was young, I used to do the same thing, I had this handheld little basketball game And I was awesome. I was like a 20, you had 24 seconds to score as many points as possible. And I was able to get usually between 28 and 30. I would smush anybody. Nobody could hang with me in that game. But if you get off to a bad stop, what do you start? What do you do? You stop the game, right? You hit exit. and You start again. They do it. I do it. This is like the way for children to play video games, right? Well, believe it or not, you can do the same thing in life. Hmm. Life is a video game. Again, don't tell my children that I made that comparison. Get off the path of destructive behavior and get back to fundamental basics. Right? When it comes to your money or your finances, the inability to correct missteps can be costly. Too often, way too often, I see people get stuck in a rut and continue making poor money decisions, knowing intellectually right, that they're, they're doing themselves harm, but they just can't stop it. Emotionally, they can't make the break. Then there are those who come in complaining they have made no money in the last couple of years on their investments, and when they show me their investments, the money is sitting in cash, right? Or they never called back, or they were with some other firm and they never called the advisor, they never bought or sold anything they're doing it themselves, right? Or they've got some kind of hodgepodge of assets where, you know, their friends uh, at the water cooler told them, oh, buy this stock, I heard this is great, and they got some email from some email blast saying buy this or buy that, Right? All the time I see this. And who do they blame? Well, they blame somebody else, right? But they should really blame themselves. In fact, I was speaking, I was watching this uh, reality show, and I was telling um, somebody in my office about it the other day. It's like, the name of the show is something like, I'm fat and it's your fault. Or something like that. Some kind of English reality show out of the UK, where they get people who are overweight. I guess fat is uh, not politically correct. So somebody's overweight, and they've got to blame somebody. Usually their parents or their spouse they blame for, for, for the way that they are. And then the show obviously is about them getting back on track and everybody living happily ever after, and they lose how many stone or pounds or whatever measure of weight they have in the UK. And it's the same thing, right? People love blaming other people, but don't really like to take their own responsibility, right? If your financial situation is derailed, just go back. Think back to that Video game, your kids and their video game, or you and how you related to video game, right? Hit the exit button and start again. Get back to the ABCs of personal finance. Start by understanding how much income you have coming in every month. Then figure out how much you're currently spending. If it's more than you earn, you need to cut. It's imperative that you live within your means. You will not spend your way to prosperity. Then sit down with a pen and paper and figure out your goals, both short and long term. Your portfolio should serve as a conduit to enable you to achieve your goals. Your investments should be allocated in a way that will help you get where you want to be financially. Obviously, not all portfolios should be constructed the same way. If you're retired and your portfolio is all that you have, your your investments, your allocation should look a lot different than your 35-year-old daughter, right? Right? And your goal, where their goal is to save for the next 30 or 40 years, right? You have different goals, different needs. You have to have different portfolios. Be honest with yourself. And if you need to make a change, don't get stuck in that rut and keep on with inertia, but make the change. You can do it, right? Hit that reset button. Hit the exit button and start a new game. You can do it when you're playing. I don't even want to say the name because I'm so out of it when it comes to kids' video games, but you can do it with a video game. You can do it with your finances. Okay? You can do it. You've been listening to The Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. You can check me out on my website at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's Com. You can check me out on YouTube, the Aaron Katzen channel. You can check me out on Twitter, all over social media. It's been a pleasure, and we will speak to you soon.